Thank you for tuning into the New Vision Podcast. Our prayer is that this talk builds your faith, brings clarity, and gives you hope. Enjoy the message. Oh man, I'm so grateful that you guys are here today. All right, quick poll, real, real quick, real quick. How many of you are tired from last night? Just raise your hand. How many of you went to bed like it was just a regular Saturday night last night? All right, good. It's, it's a, good, a good mix of, of everyone here today. It's awesome. I'm, I'm so honored that, that we could be here together and excited to be in the building today. And, and thank you for those of you who are watching online for um, spending time together because it is January 1st, in case you didn't know, 2023. Like that sounds so weird to say, right? Oh my gosh. Ah. And as we get, like this always happens toward the end of the year and the beginning of the year um, where people begin to look back and kind of reflect. And, and before we talk about like the serious part of that, I don't know if you saw people like I saw this year. I don't remember this last year, but I do remember it this year where people started posting um, what Spotify told them like their most listened to songs were of the year, like top five, top one. And it was so funny to me, or maybe not funny, but it was the people that I saw were like doubling down on like, oh, yep, this is me. Look, I'm playing this song right now as I'm posting it, like whatever it was. Did, did anyone do that? Like you looked up your, your words or your words, your songs. Alfredo, what was your most listened to song from 2022? His, Ma- Maverick City. All right. Ha- how, who else? I need one, one more person. Everybody's like, I can't say it in church, Pastor Kevin. I can't. It's... <sighs> uh-huh. Look, there were hands up before and now that everybody's on the... Man, you guys see the lights they got in this place? Yeah. Eye of the tiger. Hey, all right, so look, normally I would jump on the clowning bandwagon there, but that, well, here's what that tells me about Pastor Alex. That tells me that Pastor Alex was in the gym a lot last year. And that's, and that's an important thing to him. And, and so that's a, a milestone for him of like, hey, this is what I did. I did it so much that that song made it to the top of my playlist. Mine, I, I, as I saw people posting things, I thought, well, I wonder what mine is. Like, I never even thought about that. So I did look it up and uh, I'm going to share with you mine because it was such an incredible song for me. Um, it was by Elevation Worship. is a song called Names. And, and there were days this last year that I listened to this song on repeat. I just, headphones in, in the car, it didn't matter. Like it just repeat, just as soon as it ends, I needed to start over, start over. There, there were days that I just needed to hear that God was my truest friend. Staying through the night when I was at my end. Staying through the night when I was at my end, comforting my heart till it was light again. There, there's, then there were other times where I, I was struggling with what was coming next. And, and then I would hear, you are the final word. That you alone decides when every page will turn. So I will trust your timing and I will rest secure. And then when the bridge would come, there were times where I just, I would stop whatever it is that I was doing and, and I just celebrated and allowed who God was to wash over me. 
as it said, everlasting father, prince of peace, Emmanuel, God with us. You're here with me, the wonderful counselor. The government is resting on your shoulders, and I am too. And then it would get into this part where it would just say, your names say it all. They say it all. I stand in awe of you on repeat just over and over again. It did so much for me. And I know that we know this, but I'll say it out loud. Like what we listen to matters. It's why you don't listen to your prayer list or your your prayer playlist when you're in the gym. You listen, you got a workout playlist. Some of you have road trip playlists. And if you don't have a playlist, then you probably have a CD that you like to put in the car that has songs on there. A playlist is a compilation of songs in one group that people put on their streaming music um, platforms like Tidal or Spotify. These aren't words I'm making up. Like these are things that people participate in. I mean, you, you have those kind. You, that's why Pastor Alex's was Eye of the Tiger because, like, he needs, he needs that in the morning. <laughs> Where the weight's at? Where the weight's at? Like, like I, can, I can picture him, right? Like, grabbing those, like, that hypes him up. <laughs> and then you, you have other ones, you know, for your prayer time or, or worship, like, when you just want to change the mood and the atmosphere. And then you have to ask my kids what's in their playlist for their bangers. Like they have a bangers playlist. And if you don't know what that is, that's okay because you just have to ask them what that is. And they'll help you to create your own banger playlist. Um, And like the funny parts of that are like, we could probably start thinking back of the songs that we did listen to a lot of. But what most of us do at the end of the year is we do start thinking about what was our year really like? And whether we wrote down goals at the beginning or we had, you know, New Year's resolutions, whatever it may be, almost all of us will start to reflect. What things did I go through? What goals did I achieve? What was on my to-do list that I checked off? What, what didn't I do? We begin to evaluate, like, where we are in life. Are we at the spot? Did we get the house? Did, did we make the, the right investment? Did we get the right job, whatever it is, did we navigate the path like we thought that we would? And once we begin to look back, and I'll probably say this every single year when we hit this time, is it's not just to to look back so that we can grade the year, but I think this is an incredible opportunity for us to decide what it looks like going forward. Because whether you were frustrated by this past year, or whether you were excited or, or um, maybe even satisfied with how 2022 was right now, today, January 1st, 2023, you have an opportunity to decide what this next year will look like. See, because just like the songs that we listen to set the tone for, for what we are doing, our loudest thoughts will tell us who we are and what we can do. And since our thoughts play in our mind just like those soundtracks will play through our speakers, we need to pay attention. And this year, I'm going to challenge you, let's start with a new playlist. In fact, let this be your new playlist. 
And, and as we talk about that, I, I want to give you three simple things today. These aren't going to be mind-blowing. Some of you are going to be like, man, I got up for this. But here's the thing. Sometimes we, we confuse complicated with life-changing. And it's a simple thing sometimes that we overlook that we need to be reminded of. And so I'm going to just give you three simple things. At the end of it, I'm going to remind you just three words that you can remember, and you'll hear it each and every week as we walk through this series. Because I want you, I want me to have a new playlist for 2023. And not only do I want that for myself, but God is rooting for it as well. Turn with me to Isaiah chapter 43. We're going to be in a couple of places today. Because I want you to, to embrace this thought that there are things playing in my mind all the time. And if you don't put on what you want, whatever will play. And for most of us, the thoughts, if we just let our thoughts run rampant, they're not great thoughts. They're not healthy thoughts. Um, they're thoughts that keep us trapped. And we want to end that today and this year. We want to put a stop to that. So here's what Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says. You've probably heard this scripture before if you've been in church for a while. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. And now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Hold on, let me read this one more time. Hold on. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. And now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. See, this scripture was, was written by the prophet Isaiah, and, and he was writing to people who were in exile. They had been conquered, they had been defeated, and they had been dragged away to a land that wasn't their own. And as all this was unfolding, none of this was probably how they thought things would play out. From the promised land to captivity, they were now being hurt. They were frustrated, confused at what was going on, and depressed at their circumstances. And in all of those things, as their emotions and, and the, the reality of where they were beginning to take over, they had began to listen to a playlist that played an awful, like, an awful lot like being defeated. And as they listened to that over and over again, God was like, enough is enough. Isaiah, let me help them to get something new into their heart. God wanted them to begin to look forward once again and to retire their old playlist. That's the first thing that we need to do this morning and this year is to retire your old playlist. Look at your neighbor and say, retire. Look at your other neighbor and say, retire. Need to retire your old playlist. See, God tells them right through the prophet, forget the former things. Stop dwelling on the past. But what God isn't saying is to completely shut out all that you've been through. Can completely overlook all of the things that have happened in the past. Because right before this, if you pull back on the context a little bit, he walks them through the things that he's already said. 
the promises that he's already made. He reminds them of how they were in slavery once before, in captivity once before, and he brought them out, not just by saying, let my people go, but by demanding it with miraculous signs and wonders and power that they had never seen before. And then he reminded them of the promises that he had made, and then he also reminded them of the promises that he'd already kept. And then the promises that he had made, he let them know, I have every intention of keeping them, which is why you can retire your old playlist. God wanted to tell them that we have to let go of the things that keep you stuck. Some of us are listening to the brokenness that we've experienced this last year, and we feel like nothing could ever change, and that's all that we have to do. And in our captivity and what we feel trapped and where we feel hopeless, that's all that we think will ever happen. And God is reminding us through Isaiah that he isn't finished, that what you were in is not where you are headed. He's cultivating things that are growing and they will eventually come to the surface. But before they come to the surface, we got to retire those old things. You've got to let go of that defeated playlist. So what is it that you need to retire? And some of you are like, well, probably nothing. Well, let me help you. This is really quick. If you're wondering, like, well, do I have, like, things that are playing in my mind that keep me stuck? Here's a good way to, to work this out. You can do this now or you can do this later. And those of you that do it now, I believe that God is going to show you some things. If you just begin to think about what do you want to do this year with your life? What goals? What hopes? It doesn't even have to be serious and, like, oh, I plan on. No, no, no. Like, just what do you hope to do? What do you want to do? And as you begin to think about those things, you could jot them down, put them in your phone. Maybe you've already done that. And then here's where the soundtracks come in. What are your first thoughts about that? If they're positive and it's like, oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You are the best in the world. You just keep going. Then A, let's celebrate you because that's not what mine do. If your soundtracks begin to try to tell you, why'd you even write that down? Then you might have a broken soundtrack and your playlist may need to be retired. Is it something that would play through your insecurities? Do you hear all of the ways that everyone else is better than you? How, how you're pretending right now and like if people really knew the real you, like they would be like, eh. It's one that plays in my mind an awful lot. It's one the enemy works on a lot. And every day, this morning, several times, I just had to say, man, I, I just, I'm going to be me. This is who God created me to be. And I wish I could tell you, like, some days I don't get stuck. But that wouldn't be true. Some days I do get stuck, and I think, oh, man. God, did you really want, do you really want me to do this? Nah. And then if I don't stop the playlist, it plays. Maybe you begin to, to wonder how God could use you. Maybe you begin to, to look back at all the decisions that you made in this last year, and when you start chalking them up to right decision, wrong decision, there's more check marks in the wrong decision. You're like, well, I'm never making any more decisions. Like, we'll just stay right here. And deciding not to decide is making another decision about who you are and allowing that playlist to continue to run over and over. 
Or, or maybe when you begin to, to hope for something different, maybe you're wanting to change your relationship with God. And maybe that didn't happen like you thought it would this year. Maybe the, the decision that you made earlier last year of, I'm going to wake up earlier, I'm going to stay up later, I'm going I'm to read the Bible at least once a day, even if it's just the verse of the day, whatever it may be. And, and when you messed that up, when your, your streak, man, version is great that they keep the little streak things, but when it went back to zero on me this last year because I missed a day, <sighs> look, that was a tough thing. Man, that hurt. <laughs> but maybe that's how you felt in your relationship with Jesus. That you've been doing all right. You wanted better and then you, you didn't make any moves. You just kind of stayed where you were. And then it, as you reflect back on this last year, you realize not only did you not make moves towards Jesus, your decision to not get closer to him actually resulted in you getting further from him. And so this year, as you feel like, man, this is going to be the year, the playlist is like, man, why would you even try? Remember last year? He doesn't want anything to do with you. You're just going to fail again. You're not going. It plays and it plays. Or, and then that plays into those of us who, who think about the things that, that we failed at this past year. That failure may be the, the theme of our playlist. And we may need to retire that. Because a failed attempt at something does not make you a failure. And all of us need to hear this. That failed attempt may be exactly what God uses to get us where we need to be doing what we're supposed to be doing. So don't let one failed attempt or two failed attempts make you feel like a failure. Just continue to look for God and do something different. But maybe that is it. Maybe you need to retire that. Maybe you need to retire that thought that I thought my life would be different by now. I'm a failure. As you begin to measure yourself and where you're at in comparison with, well, I thought at 30 I would be like this, or I thought at 22 I would be this, or I thought that when I hit 40 my life would be like this, my kids, my family, whatever it may be, maybe that's what you need to retire. You've had these lofty and, and crazy expectations that no one could reach. And so because you didn't reach them, you feel stuck. So when we look at the Israelites, man, they had an incredibly horrible playlist that God wanted them to retire. The playlist that reminded them that they had disobeyed, that they had disregarded God's words, that they had distanced themselves from God, and now they were living in the consequences of all of those decisions. Can, can you imagine waking up and looking around where you're at and being like, well, disobeyed God and this is right where I'm at. Like every day they're waking up in captivity. Every day they're going home to someplace that is not their home. The playlist had to be playing constantly over and over again. But here's what God was saying through Isaiah. It was reminding them that where they were and what had happened didn't mean that God was finished. So don't let what has happened to you dictate what you think can happen. God has something new for you this year. I promise you that God has something in new for each and every one of you. So let's choose today to retire the old playlist. And not only will we, we retire it, but let's replace it with some new songs. 
Because in, in Isaiah's message to his people, there is hope in what lies ahead. You may feel trapped. You may feel like where you're at is a barren wasteland, that there's not much beauty. But I would challenge you to begin to look around with a new heart and a new set of eyes. Maybe what you think is lifeless and dead is actually just dormant. Maybe, just maybe, the mess that you trudged through in 2022, maybe it felt like walking through three feet of mud, a lot of energy, not much progress, a lot of mess. No one was congratulating you. Everyone was wondering why you weren't further. Maybe all of that stuff that you walked through, God is actually using as fertilizer to bring to the surface all that he's been doing underneath. Maybe this is the year that you begin to see what is going to spring up. So as we retire this playlist that told us who we were, we need to find some new songs that tell us who we are. And we can do what, what God did with the Israelites. We can begin with what has he already done? See, sometimes when, when we look back at, at our year, we have this tendency to remember all the things that we should forget and forget all of the things that we should remember, which is why I would encourage you every week to take notes. There's a reason why I pray for God to speak to you differently than maybe even what I say. Because sometimes when I open my heart up to that, to the possibility that God would say something to me, I want to be ready for him to say that. What do you have to say? You're writing it down. You're putting it in your phone, whatever it may be. And so maybe you need to start with what he did this past year. Maybe you need to look back, and I'm going to take you through some of the things that we covered. And maybe as we do it, God, I ask that you would bring back to our memories the things that you have done in us and through us this last year, that the enemy wouldn't have the last say on our perspective of what 2022 was like. I mean, maybe we'll start at the beginning of the year last year. Maybe you were like, man, this year I'm going to be built different. I'm going to respond different. I'm going to live different. God is, is going to do something different. And you did. You made a change that now it seems normal to you. But in January of last year, it was huge. Don't miss what God has done. Or, or maybe you wrote down the one thing that God has done for you that you will never forget or you will never stop praising for. Or maybe there was one thing that God delivered you from and rescued you from or you gave him this last year. Maybe it was just owning your story and sharing it with those around you. Could it be that during our Just In Case series, God challenged you to find your people, and this year you found people to do life with, not just people to sit next to at church. Maybe you, you heard the call to be bold, to be honest about where you were, and then to be determined that God wasn't done. That even in prison, you could have joy. Even when it seemed like the outcome was death, you could still look for hope and life in what God was doing. Or maybe during the Good Grace series, you just opened your heart to experience that good grace. You stopped trying to earn it and work for it and, and be perfect to receive it. You just allowed God's good grace to overwhelm you. Or maybe it was in the Good Life series where you decided, you know what, I'm just going to be the sheep. And I'll take all of the things that the good shepherd is going to give, the stuff that he's doing for me, I'll receive that. Or maybe it didn't happen from a sermon or on a Sunday. Maybe it was that job that you have been praying for. 
Maybe it was the healing that happened miraculously or the addiction that you were, you were able to break this year. Or maybe God reconciled some relationships that seemed irreconcilable. Could it be the, the words of purpose that God spoke to you this last year? Maybe the ones that you wrote down early in the year that you haven't looked back and reflected on in a while because it doesn't seem to make sense anymore. But that doesn't mean he didn't speak it to you. It doesn't mean that he hasn't been working on that. So start there. Let those begin to replace the old retired playlist because today you can decide what gets played. What are you going to listen to? What are you going to allow to, to run around in your head? If you don't decide, there will be things that run around in your head without permission. And more times than not, they're not great for us. Proverbs 16.3 tells us there's power in this, that, that if we commit all of our ways to God, that he will establish our paths. So as I'm asking God to help give me the things that need to be running around in my head, he will help me to do that and he will carve out the path that's just for me, that's just for you. He will help you. So don't wait until the moment of decision to decide who you're going to be. Decide right now, before there's a decision that needs to be made, determine who you will be now. When I'm faced with this situation, this is who I will be. It doesn't matter how you responded last week. It doesn't matter how you responded yesterday. It can matter today and tomorrow and the next day. So the next time you are faced with temptation, I'm going to call this person. I'm going to quote these scriptures. The next time I'm worried, the next time I'm anxious, when I am frustrated, when I lose my temper, when I'm upset, when I'm too emotional, I will do whatever it is. Begin to make your decisions now. What will you listen to? Who will you be? You can commit this to God now, and he can help you with these things. Now, I'm sure as, as we talk about this, there are some of us that are like, man, that might work for some people. Not for me. Not, this last year wasn't just complicated, man. My life is complicated. And you're giving me simple things to address my complicated life, and I don't believe that any of that could work. I would like to submit to you that is your broken playlist that maybe, just maybe, God would challenge you to listen to something different. Turn with me to Genesis chapter 32 really quickly. As you turn to Genesis 32, let me bring you up to the moment of where we're getting ready to jump in. This is a story about Jacob and Esau, Isaac's two sons. They were twins, and Jacob... Man, he was a handful to say the least. At this stage in their life where we're about to walk into, Jacob had already stolen his brother's blessing. Now, not only did he steal the blessing, but he actually lied to get it. And it wasn't just a small lie. This was a big one. And then he had to tell a couple more big ones to cover up the first one. His first lie was that he was Esau. When, when Isaac was going to bless his son, he was looking for Esau. Jacob showed up and was like, it's me. I'm Esau. And then he's like, really? Are you sure? Sure am. Well, man, I sent you out to, to go hunt. Like, man, this is crazy. And then Jacob doubles down on his lie. Oh, 
you know, I, I did. I'm, I'm back really early because the Lord was on my side when I was hunting. Look, I'm here with all that you want, and I'm Esau. He's doubling down, telling more lies to make his first lie seem more true. He steals his brother's blessing. His father dies years after this. And now Esau was coming to visit his brother. It probably wasn't for a reunion. More than likely, it was for revenge. And the reason why I say this is because when, when Jacob gets word that his brother is coming, it's not just like, hey, man, Esau is looking for you. It says Esau and 400 of his closest sword-bearing friends are coming to visit you. Okay? So Jacob then devises a plan. How, how can I... How can I pay him off? What can I bribe him with? I received his blessing. Should I give him some of it back? Let me send some things to him. So he begins to, to try to bribe his brother to, to sway him um, into not taking revenge, but maybe just turning around and going home. So the night before he comes in contact with Esau, he knows it's happening the next day. And the reason why I know that is because you can read his sleep pattern in Scripture Jacob can't sleep. He's up. You wouldn't be asleep either if you thought, when I see my brother, he's not going to hug me. He wants to harm me. How do I work this out? And so as he was sleeping, he probably popped up because you know how that is. When you got big days the next day, your brain is kind of working. Even when you're sleeping, he's stressed out. He's walking around. He's thinking. He's probably praying about things. God, how can this happen? Can you change things? And then here's, here's something that they don't explain in Scripture that I'm curious to find out what went down. Because in the middle of the night, as all this stuff was going on, it says, and then Jacob was wrestling with a man. It was Jacob walking around and in the woods, and he just, you know, gave him a shoulder bump as he was pacing back and forth. And, want to wrestle? And then they start wrestling. Like, what happened? I want to know these things. Because it just, it just walks us into, like, they're wrestling. And, and how was it working? Like, and and you can tell the desperation that Jacob had because he was wrestling for his life. There was something about this man as they were, were grappling with each other that he was like, he, he's got to have something for me. And, and I don't know if it was hope or desperation or not knowing where else to turn, but he's gripping onto this man so tightly. The guy's like, dude, let me go. Jacob's like, nope, I'm not going to do it. He's like, all right, check this out. Boop. Hip falls right out of his socket. He touches Jacob. He still doesn't let go. He says, I won't let you go until you bless me. This is where we'll pick it up. Verse 27, what is your name? The man asked. He replied, Jacob, your name will no longer be Jacob, the man told him. From now on, you will be called Israel because you have fought with God and with men and have won. Now, see, we read through those scriptures like, I'm hype right now. Inside my mind, I'm containing it right now. He was asked a question. What is your name? And I believe in this moment, for me, that God asked him that question to bring him full circle. Because years before, when Jacob was asked that very same question, he lied to steal his brother's blessing. What did he just ask for? 
I won't let you go until you bless me. What's your name? In that moment, Jacob had to decide, will I own who I am and who I've been? And in that moment of honesty, he realized that who he thought he was was not who God saw him as. So could it be that if we begin to be honest about who we are and who we've been, that God would remind us who he actually created us to be? Maybe today God would bring you full circle. Maybe there are moments that this last year has has brought up the same kinds of questions. Who are you? What's your name? Who will you be? I can tell you today, you don't have to be who you were. You don't have to pretend any longer to be someone else. And you don't have to keep listening to that broken playlist that has kept you trapped. You can be honest with God. Will you be honest with God? Because God can't bless who you pretend to be. It's time to take your life back. It's time to answer that question in a way that God speaks life to you again. If you don't like what your playlist has been saying to you, if you don't like the direction that your decisions have been taking you, guess what? You can change those things. You are no longer who you were. You don't have to still be Jacob. You can be Israel. You don't have to be the failure that you thought you were, the liar, the someone that's no good, the unreliable, inconsistent. You don't have to be broken or hopeless anymore. You can be who God says you are. You can be who he sees you as, who he created you to be. You can be his daughter. You can be his son. You can be loved. You are faithful. You are generous. You are a finisher. You are a follower. You are called. You are created with a purpose. You need to own who you've been so that you can hear who God knows you to be. This week, I want to challenge you to find a new playlist. Replace those old songs. Listen to some new things. Listen to what God has just spoken to you right now, what he spoke to you last year, and then begin to find some more things that will help you to not give up. You've come way too far to quit now. God has done so much for you. He's done way too much for you to ever believe that he would just abandon you. Find your new playlist. Retire that old one. Replace it with new. There there are scriptures that you need to tie into some of these. And then I'm going to challenge you with this next piece. You're going to retire. We're next going to replace. Then, man, repeat it until it's automatic. How did you begin to believe the broken things before? Because it was repeating over and over. I can't imagine the next time Jacob introduces himself to someone that he's like, oh, my name is Israel. I imagine there's some times that he probably started and he said who he was. And then there was maybe a check like, "Mm, that's not what you were told. That's not who you really are. Say who you really are. 
And after a while, he had to repeat it and own it. So don't be afraid to repeat your new playlist until it becomes automatic. You might need to write down these words on a post-it note or, or put them on the background of your phone. You might need to record yourself saying them and listen to it in the morning when you wake up or, or maybe before you go to sleep at night, but do something so that you can repeat it until it's automatic. Because as you've retired your old playlist and replaced it with new songs, it's gotta get in here. So we wanna listen to it over and over again, repeat it until it's automatic. Pastor Kevin, I'm not sure how to do that. I'm not sure what words to use, what scriptures to use. Well, I wanna encourage you, man, we're at the beginning of the year, we're getting ready to start 21 days of prayer and fasting again. This is a great time to ask God for more. God, who am I? What do you see? Can you help me to, to retrain my, my mind and my thoughts, what I'm thinking about, who I am and what I can do? It can't be what you think. It can't be who you see. God, can you help me to do that? Can, you can commit the next 21 days. This first month of the year, you can give that to God, and I believe that he will give you more of who he sees you as. He will remind you over and over again, and then you can pray those things, remind yourself of those things. There's a new identity, some new thoughts, new songs, new playlists over and over again until it becomes automatic. Retire, replace, repeat. So simple to write down, but when we embrace it, it becomes powerful and life-changing. So let's start this year with a new playlist. Would you close your eyes with me? Maybe today your new playlist starts by simply turning to a new station, to listening to something different, to hearing a different voice. Maybe what you've decided about who you've been and all that you can do has been based on what other people have said, what you've said. But maybe to start new and start fresh, it's time that you surrender your life to God. It's time to hear what he has to say about you. See, he cares so much for you that he sent his son to pay the price for not just your mistakes, but your sins something that we could never pay for, could never do enough good to cover them up. So Jesus came to pay the price that we couldn't. And as he did that, he gives his sin-free life for sinful people like me and you. It breaks the stranglehold that sin had on us. And as Jesus is alive now and he's raised from the dead, that power is available to us to give us a new life and a new start. And it can give us a new playlist. Today, if, if you open your heart to him, he opens his family to you and welcomes you home. So today, if that's you, you say, PK, I, I need Jesus. I need to give my life to Jesus today. I just want you to lift your hand, make eye contact with me. Is that you today? Pastor Kevin, can you pray with me? I need to give my life to Jesus today. I see that hand. Anybody else? I see that hand. I see that hand. Anybody else? 
Would everyone stand with me all around the room in this place? There were several hands that popped up. Some for the first time. Some for maybe the hundredth time. None of that matters. Simply matters if you mean to give your life to Jesus. So in a, in a moment, I'm going to ask those of you who were down here earlier to pray with people and for people. If you will come down to the front, that would be awesome. Um, in, in a moment, I'm going to ask the worship team to play my song from 2022 to play names. And as they do that, if you raise your hand, if you make eye contact with me, if you're like, man, I need something's got to be different. I need a new start with Jesus this year. I'm just going to encourage you to step out from your seat and come down here to the front. Just, just to show physically what's happening on the inside. Man, I got to get away. I got to change. I got to. I need to walk away from who I've been and, and towards God. And just make your way up here. And then the rest of us. Maybe we've allowed those playlists to overwhelm us. We've been believing the wrong narrative, the wrong things, and I will believe that God might be asking some of you today to step away from who you've been and what you've been listening to about yourself and step towards who God says you are. So maybe you need to move from your seat. You need to find a spot down here to pray. Step out into the aisle, whatever it means. You might kneel where you're at, but don't just do this. Don't just respond more than that. Let's take back this year. Let's own this new playlist. This is who we're going to be. We're going to make different decisions and move differently. So if you need Jesus, there's two reasons why you should be moving. In the next moment, if you need Jesus, I, I need to give my life back to Jesus. I want you to walk to one of these people that are down here standing. And if you're just responding to what God is saying, fill up the altar area and respond to what God is speaking to you. Don't miss today's moment. Our prayer is that this message impacted you. We would love to hear your story and have you partner with us financially as we work to spread the life-changing story of Jesus. You can do this at newvisiongrandview.com.